Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. I have been describing our next guest as one of the best under 50 head coaches in all of college basketball for about a decade or so. Starting this summer, I'm going to have to come up with new terminology that does not mean I think less of UVA head coach Tony Bennett, but he is coming up on that milestone birthday this summer. In the meantime, he has one of only two teams that are among the top offensively efficient teams in the country and among the most efficient defensive squads. One is UVA, the other is Duke, and they play each other in a rematch on Saturday in Charlottesville. Number three Cavaliers hosting the number two Devils. Tony Bennett, welcome back to the David Glenn Show, young man. How are you? Yeah, I don't know why we have to bring anything to do with age into this story. So let's just uh, move on, all well, right? You got a new, you got a new terminology for me, Coach. I mean, I, you know, it's a, it's an intended compliment. I got all these seventy somethings around here with Bayheim and Shashevsky. So under fifty That's had right. a nice ring to it, but I'll come up That's with something good. else. That's good. No, all good, all good. Uh, no, it was certainly a hard fought game. First time we played them, uh, and yeah, obviously we. You, you play a team like Duke, and you know both of us have been, for the most part, pretty efficient on both ends of the floor. And and I think you know whoever's more efficient uh, for the majority of the possessions is, is going to get this one. And um, certainly they're um, they're high powered. When we played them the first time, Trey Jones was not playing, so we'll see a different looking team, of course. The State of the Union address nationally for our country was last night. You can just give me a curious yes or no if you watched it or not, uh, if you wanted to avoid politics. But what would the rest of your State of the Union address be, uh, be for UVA basketball? As you guys are 20-1, and one, and the only loss was by two on the road at that other elite team in the ACC, the Duke Blue Devils. What Did you watch? I'm just curious. Yes or no? Last yeah, night. I watched the a small portion of it, right. and then uh, was on to some other stuff. Those, those are too long, and uh, wasn't as I'd, interesting. I'd rather as hear <laughs> your State of the Union to be candid about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm allowed to say those sorts of things. Sure. Um, honestly, the um, the ability for us, I think, or is it's the last couple games we've you know we've been successful in terms of the wins and losses, and there's been good stretches of basketball, but we haven't played, I think, the way that um, we're going to have to to you know be our best. And I think it's got to be about us. Of course, you're so aware of the opponent you're playing in, in Duke, Carolina, and their, their caliber of play. But, you know, it just comes down to, for us, can we tighten up or get be about Virginia basketball to the highest of our abilities? And I think that, um, that's got to tighten up or it's got to improve. Uh, and then also, you know, there's been some, some good things that have happened too. So I, I think it's always you talk about it, you're always just on on your guard to be as, as good as you can, and you never take anything for granted. But you can't get away with the things that make you uniquely successful. Um, and I think that's that's always something that's, you know, in front of you as you're at the, I don't know what point in the season it is, but you played enough games, and I think you know what's going to make you your best. With that in mind, Coach, you are in the midst of the rare week-long break. You beat Miami last Saturday. You host Duke this Saturday. For the most part, you guys are in a two-games-per-week uh, kind of a format. Can you tell us, in the general sense, how much of that week is about what you just said? It's, it's you and your details and who you are. And how much are you preparing specifically for the Blue Devils over these seven days, especially given that, as you said, it's not exactly the same personnel with the freshman point guard uh, Trey Jones part of the equation this time? 
Yeah, I think it's all of the above. I think you, you know, obviously you, we've been playing quite a few games, uh, been on the road, and it's the ability to, you know, get some quality, try to freshen up physically and mentally to the best of your abilities, using the time wisely to to rest, but then also using the time wisely to prepare uh, to play. And there absolutely has to be preparation for the team you're playing, but but tightening up the things. I mean, that's that's what the season's about, and it's a little more challenging. Um, you know, to do that when there's a lot of games. That's why I marvel at the NBA, you know. And I remember visiting with some NBA coaches just saying, you know, we really get X amount of it's such a small number of practice times to work on things. They're just one game after the other, and when they don't, they have to rest. So, you know, when you have these little periods, that's certainly you hope you can um, sure up some things and and I guess reemphasize what's important to you. If I remember correctly, part of your life's journey, uh, well, I know it included Charlotte, North Carolina, with Valentine's Day eight days away. I mean, I know you have a big a big day on Saturday against Duke. So we're talking about State of the Union, Valentine's yeah. Day, my 50th birthday. I gotta ex- you're you're I amazing, got, David. I got to expand my demographics, Coach. You know, I, I can't be yes. all X and O basketball stuff for people to <laughs> – people are switching to the rock station, you know. Um, all right, so you, Let's go. you met Laurel – at church yes. in Charlotte while a player for the NBA's Charlotte Hornets. Since since Valentine's Day is about a week away, A, we have to know <laughs> how much preparation goes into that compared to, you know, <laughs> Kay and Duke. And then how did you meet Laurel? We're dying to know. It's yeah. only appropriate around yeah. Valentine's Day. I wouldn't ask you that yeah. question in the middle of the summer. If, if I'm smart, I'll spend more time preparing for that than the other. <laughs> Probably. But no, um, no, I, I was fortunate to meet uh, my wife. She's actually from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and right. she um, she went to LSU. She actually, a side note, she was at LSU when Shaquille O'Neal, Stanley Roberts, wow. and at the time Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Abdul-Rope, yep. and uh, a great team during those years. So, um, But, no, I met her. I, I remember she was handing out the church bulletins at Forest Hill Church. David Chadwick, a former North Carolina yep. player, was a pastor, and they kind of adopted me. Um, he, his family was awesome to me and adopted me in my years there. And uh, I just remember mentioning, you know, in a very godly way, of course, they of course. Hey, who's the new girl handing out the bulletin? He said, oh, that's our new uh, assistant youth pastor. She went to LSU. So, so he gave me the pickup line. So I just went over there and, and kind of casually said, uh, so I heard you're from LSU and got to talk a little bit about Shaq and those guys. So there you go. That's, that's more than anybody wanted to know, but it's a good story. And, for you, I'll, I'll share the good. <laughs> See, you and I would have had two very different roads to meeting the amazing young woman. I probably would have been a little bolder, uh, a little bit, uh, a lot more obnoxious, but I think our bottom lines are the same. You didn't go home Absolutely. that day without saying hi to Laurel, and, and now you guys have, what, a son and a daughter together. What if you were shy, That's Coach? Right. What, what, where would That's they be? That's right. Hey, you got you talked about offensive and defensive efficiency. You have to be efficient when your opportunities are there in all realms of life, right? <laughs> he does his best work from beyond the three-point line. He is still among the most accurate shooters in college basketball history and apparently in the vestibules of your local church as well. Tony Bennett of UVA is joining us on the David Glenn Show. All right, only because you have a sense of humor and I, I consider you a friend of the program will I ask you this question, all right? Have you seen or heard? any UMBC-related signs or chants that actually made you or any of your players or coaches laugh this season, given that whole 16 <laughs> no, we, thing? Well, we've, we've heard a ton, of, uh, a ton of those chants throughout the season on the road. Um, I, I don't really 
I, I'm sure there have been some signs. I don't really pay attention. To those. I'm sure there's been some clever You're stuff. You're smart. Um, someone told me that they were going to bring the, the young man, the really good guard that, that was we couldn't handle uh, to the Duke game, but that didn't happen. Um, oh, I think, unless he was there, he could have been. They had thought they had a GoFundMe page. So, you know, you hear all those stories. But, <laughs> look, that's that's the beauty of it. We that's As we've said many times, that's part of our story. And, um, you know, hopefully we've, you know, we've, we've grown from it. It's helped us be a better team and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, you hear the chance. And I don't know if I've laughed. I don't think I've cried, yeah. but I haven't laughed. <laughs> but I'm sure there's been some clever stuff. But that's that's all part of it. And, um, you know, you just you take it in stride. And, you know, it doesn't when you're – usually it's – you know, we've, we've been fortunate to have a solid year. It's usually when we've been up and we're winning, and that's that's what some people have had to resort to. So that's, that's I guess, all right. Look at that. That's a little. That's as in-your-face as Coach Bennett gets. We're 20-1, and one, damn it. You want to throw me a UMBC <laughs> sign? That's his version of in-your-face comeback right there. Coach Bennett hosting Duke with his Cavaliers on Saturday afternoon. Learn about his five pillars. They are humility, passion, unity, servanthood, and thankfulness. He has helped build his program in in part off the court with those kinds of principles in mind. Coach, I am just an observer of such things, but to me, this is the best team I've ever seen you lead as a college basketball coach. Uh, what do you see along those lines? Is it, is it taboo to say, yes, this is the team with the highest ceiling, or when you look at Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter, Ty Jerome, and the rest of those guys, uh, might you even feel that way as their leader? Uh, and I'm not trying to give the cop out. It's, that's so hard to say. You, I always go back and I think of, I've had some, I've been fortunate to have some really good teams. And you, you think of Joe Harris, Malcolm Brockton, Anthony Gill, and uh, Mike Toby, and, and then I'm, there's a number of uh, Akil Mitchell, those guys uh, on a team. Those are some talented players on one team that, you know, two of them are um, doing pretty special things in the NBA right now. So, um, you know, we might have had some teams that have had some interior scoring um, inside when you throw inside. But this, uh, you know, offensively, there's some balance. DeAndre Hunter is a dynamic player, and Ty and Kyle are so smart. And then, you know, obviously the, the other pieces we have. I, I think there's some arguments where they're, they're different and, and they're the best at some things. And I think some of those teams are probably maybe a little better at other things. That's, that's just the reality of it. So, um, you know, that, that stuff, I think, gets determined after the season and, you know, how it, how it all plays out and how you finish and, and going through it. But I do like this team, and um, they, they, um, they embody what, you know, the, um, I guess the, the, definitely the, they're not my pillars. They're, they're, they're from the Bible. They're yep. actually the Lord's pillars. They're yep. just a way we believe to be a great team. But I say that, I, you know, I'm kind of stumbling around here. I'd say this may be the most versatile team, if I could say that, yeah. with the way the game's gone, where DeAndre Hunter can play some at the four, some at the three, Braxton Key. So there's there's some of those things. But, um, but no, I, I like this group, and, and we're in it together, and we're just fighting to be as good as we can wherever that takes us. That's, that's really all you can do. Well, the good news is when you've won a couple ACC titles, as you have, and, and several first-place finishes, as you have, it's kind of like if you had a whole bunch of children, you would not be want you you would not want to single one out as your favorite over the others. Of course, if these Cavaliers, you know, win the NCAA title or something crazy like that, you're allowed to call them whatever you want to call them. When I saw you, when I saw you in Durham, Coach, uh, I, I seriously have been in this industry long enough that I like the UVA beat writers to be able to get their questions in. 
on deadline before I bother anybody with my questions as just a radio guy. Uh, but I, I, I was curious about Jay Huff's experience, given that he's based right here. We've met his dad, his coach, yeah. uh, you know, now a veteran player with your Cavaliers. I thought it was so cool. I mean, I know you guys lost the game, but it, from that young man's perspective, I wonder if you even were able to visit uh, with him along these lines. He blocked the shot of R.J. Barrett tried to dunk on him, and he said, no, thank you. And at the other end, man, I had a seat on press row right near the other basket away from your bench, and Jay Huff had two <laughs> tomahawk-style throw-your-chest-out-and-strut-like-a-posturing-peacock-if-you-wanted-to-in-the-aftermath <laughs> dunks. And this is in his hometown, essentially. Uh, did you get any sense of that, or, is, or you guys turned the page so quickly it was on to the next game? No, there's, um, of course, you want to come away victorious. But uh, there's so much joy I have as a coach when I see whether it's a, a player either come into his own or, like you said, go to your hometown or just just have great success. And in that moment for him, you know, he's still he's a sophomore, of course, the second year, red-shirted year, yeah. came off of his shoulder surgery. So he's still, he's still coming. But to see him make some plays and do that, I couldn't have been happier because that's a – a fine young man and a fine family as, as all the guys on our squad are. So I, I was so happy for him in that moment. Um, and then it's like, well, you better get back in transition D because they're coming at you quickly. You can't, you can't rejoice, but I really was. And I, those are some of my greatest joys and guys who've been working hard or just they taste success, whether it's in the game or, you know, however that is. And that, that was a, I'm sure a, a fun moment for him, and um, you know I, I hope he has a lot more of those for In one game, there should be photos of two Tomahawk dunks, one blocking R.J. Barrett, and then I, wa- <laughs> I think he was posterized by Zion Williamson. Yeah, so he got all that in one night. Too. All right, as we let you go, right. I'm going to ask you one question that is most asked of me as someone who everybody knows is a big fan of yours and has followed your career closely. What is the shortest, simplest coach has to get to practice answer to why you choose to play the absolute slowest pace in all of major college basketball 353 out of 353 everybody says why i give my own answer but what's what's your short answer to that yeah i mean it's not like we're trying to be last but it's just um you know we're we have up to this point been scoring more it really comes down to offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency some of that has to do with our defense it really does, um, and there's times you work hard, you rest. It's the competition, but if there's a good shot early, we'll take it. If, if we need to work, it's just about getting a quality shot if that takes a little while or not. And, again, probably you know, maybe a little early in the non-conference, but sure, and playing teams that are – everybody's trying to get back and get set. But I, I don't give much attention to that. I know it's a longer answer, but it's really how efficient are we offensively and how efficient are we defensively. That – those are the numbers, and that's what I'm most pleased with. But um, that's it's it's been successful, and at times you're going to have to try to score a couple quick ones, and then sometimes you're going to have to be patient. So if that averages out to us being the slowest, but yet in the top, I don't know what you say, the top ten for offensive efficiency, or I don't top know, five right, and both, in top five, top and five, both, okay, both. Then that's I think a lot of coaches would take that because that's where you know the games are is the efficiency for an individual player for young players. Be efficient. I always talk to players about that, and certainly for a team. Twenty and two Duke at twenty and one UVA Saturday. One of the best matchups in the entire regular season. All right, I'll leave you with both my thanks and this piece of advice. No matter what happens on Saturday, 
against Duke, everybody will still love you Sunday, win or lose. Come Valentine's Day, man, you're on your own. I mean, that's a whole, whole different mountain to climb. So don't uh, mess up your preparation of that one. That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll be on. I'll be on point for sure. <laughs> I, I love your talk to the pretty girl church story. That's my highlight. I mean, there's a basketball game and all, but that's my favorite. Thanks, Coach. Always good to chat with you, man. Okay, David. Have a good day. You See too. You. 21 Cavaliers, 20 and 2 Duke, number two in the polls, the Devils, number three in the polls, the Cavaliers. Both are eight and one in ACC play. And yes, 49-year-old Tony Bennett continues to be the best under 50 coach in America, at least for a few more months.